Lorian is a comedy folklore podcast where your hosts Kimmy and Ryan discuss the history and sightings of different lore from around the world. We laugh at many parts of these legends, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that we explore or the cultural significance of the lore we discuss. We encourage additional research on these topics since our focus is on the lore more than the facts. This podcast also contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Kimmy, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. Hey guys, welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the stories and legends of different lore from around the world. And this is going to be a normal episode, but due to technical difficulties and Discord not liking me tonight, <laughs> it's a lost tape! Woo! Let's, let's, get a, let's get a round of applause for America's internet. <laughs> It's working as great as America is right now. We did it. We did it. We have high-speed internet. <laughs> this is this is what technology has led us to. You know, I I have realized when we finally get the luxury to like record in person cuz we will one of these days it's going to be so different we're not going to have to deal with lag we're going to see real time expressions we're probably we're probably going to like do like four in a night or something like that i'm not going to talk over you for 90% of the episode not realizing you've been talking <laughs> lag you guys the lag is so terrible and like We'll do the videos together, and when we do the videos, sometimes, like, I pause when I talk. (laughs) And Ryan is very patient, and he kind of does it, too. So we're both kind of just, like, waiting for the other person or Mm -hmm. talking over them. There's no (laughs) in-between. None. Editing is a lot of fun. (laughs) Ryan's doing an amazing job editing, and shout out to Alex for helping get us all set up with this shit. So you do. I am just here to make shit look pretty. So Mm -hmm. that's my contribution now. (laughs) Well, speaking of pretty shit, um, you want to tell me what you found alluring (laughs) this week, Ryan? Yeah. So I I work for a tech company, so I spend like 99% of the time on my phone. And this weekend, well, I guess last weekend, I went camping and there was absolutely no cell service to be seen. And it was absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Did you feel like a true mountain man? I did. I was I was in the mountains of Utah. It rained on us. We almost got like flooded in, but it was great. Oh, my God. That's when you guys were here. I was thinking of that, and I didn't connect those dots. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ryan's out of town, so we can't record this weekend. Wow, that's one hell of a thunderstorm for a Saturday evening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, was actually pretty scary driving home, but it was a lot of fun. There was like a family of deer, so I just watched deer all weekend. There was little babies. There was a bunch Mm -hmm. of like vultures and stuff too like flying around so that was fun had a telescope so i just like bird and deer watched for three days straight 
was a great time. That sounds that sounds so therapeutic. Did you take any pictures at all, or was it just? I didn't. No, it was it was great. Like I I literally I put all of my technology in my backpack, and I was like, I'm not touching any of it, not even the camera, and it was great. I needed it. (laughs) You were like, ah, this is what it feels to be a mountain man. Exactly. I was like, showers and technology, who needs it? And I just was a mountain man for a couple days. So what what did you find alluring this week? Um, I was definitely not a mountain man for many reasons. But um, I... I'm getting really hyped um, because my I do an annual little Potter party. Um, I like Hogwarts, like the world of Hogwarts a mm-hmm. lot, and the magic and the mystery, and I like to dress up. So it's a really good excuse to throw like a little get together with like close friends. And I've been planning like the little food I'm going to make because I was able to do it because 2020 was 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm not going last year. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it with anyone. We'll all just be drinking in our home, sad for the year, and it will be fine next year so i'm going all out this year as a result of the suppression from the year before yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about these famous harry potter parties i have yet to make it to one but one one of these years i'm gonna make it one of these years i was like i have so many people i'll send invites to i'm like i know you're out of state and i know <laughs> you probably can't come but on the off chance that the universe provides you at my doorstep i want you to know you are welcome in <laughs> but you, you i, I do it, it via, via owl I should. I should look into that. Actually, yeah. postage owl is probably going to be more reliable probably. <laughs> at this point. And I'm not bitter about you still not receiving your letter. And it's fine. And I'm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited. Like, I make people... Everyone's got to, like, come dressed up. That's, like, my thing. I'm like, you can't get in if you're not dressed up. Like, this is an amateur hour. Yeah, Like, we're adults not. here. Yeah. Come on. But I was, I was looking at Michael's and... Um, I, I love shopping there. I have a problem. But I went there, and they're starting to get their Halloween stuff in, and they have, like, a forest collection being released soon. And the amount of witch bottles I'm going to get, I'm going to, like, make Harry Potter potion alcoholic drinks. Oh, nice. Put them in, like, the bottles, yeah. so you have to, like, open. Uh, I am mm-hmm. so Say a little spell excited. and get a drink. Yep. And then I want to do like little, I want to get some little tiny ones and do like, um, I want to do like butter shot shots or something. I'll, yeah. I'll make it Harry Potter. I have I will some find really good jello shot recipes if you want the uh, classic Utah jello. It's a little more exciting. Yes. Um, a thousand percent <laughs> because I like to do that for how people sort themselves into the houses. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send them to you. I, I feel like I make a mean jello shot. Hell yeah. Yeah, I made jello shots once and I like died. So that's where. Yeah, they'll do that to you. <laughs> I was like, is this what heaven tastes like? And then immediately descended to hell. So that's <laughs> how I feel about jello shots. <sighs> speaking, speaking of descending to hell. <laughs> yeah, I was like, speaking of hell. <laughs> what are you talking about this week? <laughs> 
I'm talking about one spooky bitch. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. As a precursor, this is um, some Mexican folklore. <laughs> If at any point in this you hear a deep masculine voice pronouncing the words in Spanish correctly, please know that is my patient loving boyfriend <laughs> that's helping <laughs> us through this episode <laughs> because he can tell me how to pronounce it a thousand times, but I still will not understand. <laughs> so, uh, did I tell you guys I'm all part Brazilian too? <laughs> like 50%? Yeah, it really doesn't show when I'm talking on the show sometimes. <sighs> it does not. <laughs> I'm so proud of it too. I'm just so white. <laughs> so white. All right. Okay. So, on your next trip to Mexico, be cautious of any crying woman you see near a river, stream, or lake. In fact, it may be best to just avoid any ditches and streams altogether. And most importantly, don't go comfort her. In fact, it's best just to go back the way you came. The spooky entity is known for her ability to drown everyone that comes near her as she cries for the sins she has committed in her life. This tea... This week, I'll be talking about Ya Llorona, a ghost figure of Mexican, Mexican-American, and South American cultures. She has been known by multiple names and has been suggested to have some connections to banshees, but her spooky lore and tragic backstory is her own, and that's what makes me so excited and terrified to talk about her today. So. You nailed the name. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I have it. If you see my show notes, I have like it spelled out and written in orange of how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So that may be the only time I do that right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it going. Okay. Jesus candle is lit. We are ready for this. So Let's the physical appearance. So she always appears as a weeping woman and will either be wearing a long black dress or a long white gown with a veil. She has beautiful long black hair and long fingernails. She also has an alluring aura to her that appears seductive to most women. But once you get closer, you'll know something very disturbing about her. She is known to appear faceless, with no facial, facial features, so no mouth, no nose, no eyes. And there are some cases where she is described to have the face of a bat or a horse. <laughs> and if you look at the slideshow, again, this was going to be an episode, you guys, but all these pictures will be on the blog. Um, the first one is kind of like how a lot of people picture her. She has like the veil over her face. And she's lurking in the back, and it's unsettling and great, and I hate it, and it's fine. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a bit about her personality. So, due to the tragic legend, this entity can always be found scraping the bottom of lakes and rivers searching for her missing sons. As she wails, she will cry out, Hi, Missy House. Which translates to my children. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Ryan, I'm trying to. Okay, Edgar's. Edgar's. 
everybody uh, introducing Edgar. Uh, that was his beautiful voice you just heard. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I can't tonight. It's too damn late. <laughs> you guys, I try. I've never tried to be disrespectful. I'm just an idiot when it comes to language. <laughs> I promise you guys. Okay, let's try this again. She also said to cry out, Donde esta mis hijos? Which translates to, Where are my sons? That was way better. That yeah, first yeah. You, one. You got was, it that time. <laughs> that first one was. Whoa! <laughs> so, uh, and if you hear her crying run, her cries are told to bring misfortune or death to those who hear it. She has been rumored to kill children, men, and women, but typically the victims of her consist of children and husbands that are cheating on their spouse. So another beautiful, vengeful spirit. Yep. Um, which is going to be my niche. Just you wait. Um. <laughs> so and we're there on are- our way. We're on our way. So there are a few ways to keep the spooky entity at bay. The first is if you hear her, play very close attention. If her cries sound close, she is actually far away. And when her cries sound far away, she is near. Some cultures also suggest using crosses, lights, and prayers to keep her at bay and to be safe of the wailing ghost. So... Oh, wow. I really butchered that. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to look at the next slide, um, this was like a cool statue they have of her. That's like what you would find in a horror game where you get stranded on an island. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like something you're supposed to like destroy, like from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That's exactly it. (gasps) Wait. Did did you ever really? see Did you ever see Scooby Doo Mystery Island? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> You're telling me that's not the same statue? It's not. <laughs> Unless Wikipedia lied to me, which you probably did. <laughs> I'm like that's... No, it's definitely no, not, it's but it's uh It's, not. it's close. <laughs> Could you very wow, this, this episode is starting so strong, you guys. <laughs> so, anyway, there's a cool statue of her. So she's been around for a minute. <sighs> okay, so I tell you about the history. Oh my goodness. Oh, I didn't expect you to send a picture on Discord. <laughs> I just saw the skull pop up. <sighs> I watched that movie till there was a hole in our DVD and my brother like my brother would always watch it with me both of them I can't remember if it was Brandon or Dylan that liked it more but I felt like we always watched that movie it's a (laughs) great movie 10 out of 10 that's where the art starts (laughs) but Oh, anyway, so the origin of the lore of Ya Llorona is suggested to come from the folk story of La Malinchi. That's not right. 
it sounds right. Um, the relationship of this folk story to the lore of La Llorena focuses on the part where La Malinchi, a Nawa woman who served as an interpreter to Hernan Cortez, as time went on, she became his mistress. Mistress. Oh my goodness. I apologize. As time went on, she became his mistress and bore his children only to be abandoned by Hernan as soon as he could marry a Spanish lady. Though it never says that La Malinchi drowned her children, it does suggest that the violence that took place in the discovery of the new world. So during the legend, there are seven ugly omens, and the sixth of this omen was a woman who cried and wept for her missing child. So... It's a really cool, like, idea of where it could have come from, just, like, with all the terrible colonization of, like, the New World and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, This folktale is also a possibility of where lore's origins come from, but again, it's just a possibility. One thing we do know is that the legend of La Llorona has been part of Hispanic culture since the 16th century conquistadors. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> there are a few people that say La Llorona is taken from elements of German folklore, also known as banshees, as late as the 1486, or that her legend connects as far back as ancient Greek mythology. The myth of Hera discovering Zeus's affair with Lamia results in Hera forcing the demigod to eat her own children. Lamia then wanders the earth, devouring any child she catches, but at the end of the day, her ghost story comes from Hispanic culture, and it's separate from these two other stories. Um, her legend mm. is... Oh, sorry, you go. Those are, like, my favorite folklore ones are ones that have, like, the exact same story from other cultures. Because it's just like, how did that story possibly get made up if two different cultures from around the world, like, both have the exact same story, you know? Right. No, that's like the coolest thing to think about is because when it's just like one person says something, it's like, yeah, whatever. But it's the more people are like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too. It Mm -hmm. makes it feel more credible. Like, I like to personally believe, like, all of these are real because that's just more fun for me to believe in these and to see how it, like, developed the culture or the people of the culture or, like, how people even use it today. But Mm -hmm. I I just thought it was really cool because I was like, oh, wow, it has connection to the Greek mythology. And that's something I was like, oh, I didn't even know that, you know? Yeah. And that's something we'll definitely look more into, like, I feel as we do the show. Because I know, like, basics of mythology, but all I know is, like, Zeus slept with everyone. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) And if you're asked by the goddesses who's the hottest, you don't say Aphrodite. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, like, my basic knowledge with it. Uh, But, um,. So, her legend, so La Llorena's legend is so famous in Hispanic cultures, there's even a sonnet written by Manuel Carpio. I said that, I know that's wrong. Edgar. Carpio. Oh, see, Ryan got it. 
We'll just use Ryan's voice there. <laughs> Manuel <Emily>. Carpio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say it, folks. In the late 1800s, this poem only references La Llorena as a ghost of a woman who is tragically murdered by her husband, but it's one of the oldest recorded records of her. With the lore being as old as it is, she has accumulated many different names from woman in white to the wailing woman or the crier. Regardless of what she is called, all the lore focuses around a woman named Maria who is doomed to walk the earth for the sins she has committed. And on top of having multiple names, there are also many different legends as to why she weeps and all the tales have been told orally for years. These stories have also been used for Latin Americans to scare their children from staying out too late. But before I get into these different legends and stories, we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. We all love to create. It's just human nature. We love exploring new skills and getting lost in new creative projects. Plus, it's always a great feeling to be able to show off the awesome things you created. But with our busy lives, it's hard to schedule time to go to a class and learn a new skill. For example, if I wanted to take a class on embroidery, I can never find a local shop that just happens to be teaching the basics. And not only that, but if there is a local shop that is teaching embroidery, it seems to always be during my work hours. I feel whenever I'm wanting to learn a new skill, skill or to create something, I never know where to look or where to start. Until we found Skillshare, it's time to move your creative journey forward without having to put life on hold. With Skillshare, you can now find inspiration that fits into your daily routine. Whether it's learning a new skill, making a mini film, learning to mix audio, Skillshare has all the resources you need to bring your creativity to life. Plus, with Skillshare, you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. I personally love to learn some basic hand stitch tips on my porch while listening to the birds tweeting away. And the great thing is, I can do that now with Skillshare. Skillshare, you don't have to get ready, pack your supplies, and go through traffic just to attend one class where you may like the lesson they're teaching that week. You now have the ability to create something new right at your fingertips. And right now, if you join, you can get one month free trial of Skillshare Premium. So what are you waiting for? Explore a new skill and go create something today by going to alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner. You'll be helping support the show and you'll be able to get that one month free trial of Skillshare Premium. Again, that's alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner and get creating today. When it comes to creating a website, it can become very overwhelming very quickly. And this is coming from someone who had to take classes on web design to get her degree. So after a few years of not working on a website and knowing I was going to have to make the podcast website in like a week, I was beyond overwhelmed and stressed and scared. But thankfully, I found Bluehost. Bluehost has everything your website needs from startup to success, and they are there to help you every step of the way. I personally love it because I was able to design a website without worrying about code. I could just use one of their free templates to create my site. And with Bluehost, you can get started quick. Simply name your website, select a design template, and start building with the right hosting plan. There are tons of ways you can design your site, along with marketing tools, analytics, and scalable growth. Bluehost really has your back every step of the way. On top of all that, they also have low monthly fees, a free domain name for your first year, and one-click WordPress installation with 24-7 support. 
And when they say 24-7 support, they mean it. I have had way too many late night calls in the black of night. And yet every time I call their customer support, they are absolutely fantastic. They have always helped resolve any issues quickly and have been just a blessing <laughs> about it. If you want to try it for yourself, go to loring.com sponsors and click on our Bluehost banner and start your own website today. Welcome back, everybody. Wow. Those are some ads. <laughs> Remember, when you click on one of those sponsor links from our mm-hmm. website, alorin.com slash sponsors, our heart grows a little bit bigger each time. Just yeah. a little. But not too big. Like, we don't want to have an overgrown heart. Uh, just, just a little. Enough. Just, just enough. So, but we're back right now, and I will be telling you the most popular story of her. So I'll start by saying the most popular and the alternative ending it has for it. Then I'll go into some other ones because with how, how often this legend has been told and how many times it's gone through the grapevine, there's of course a bunch of different already, already oh, that word. There's different versions of it. <laughs> I'm struggling today. Iteration? Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Iteration. Yeah, I got you. Jesus Christ. This is why you picked me as a co-host. I got you, Kenny. (laughs) Thank you so much. You guys, there's a reason I draw. Like, I love talking (laughs) about this, but it is a struggle bus sometimes. So, the first story. A woman with two children wasn't feeling loved by her husband. Her husband loved their children, but pushed the woman to the side. Then, one day, the woman caught him cheating on her with another one. Another woman. Filled with rage, she had drowned her sons that her husband loved so much into the river. Sadly, the reality of the situation set in. Unable to live with what she did, she also drowned herself in the same river. When she passed away, she was sent to the pearly gates, but was refused entry. She was told she could only enter once she had found the souls of her two sons and was sent back to earth. This causes her to lurk near the rivers, mistaking children for her own. And once she realizes they aren't hers, she will drown them in the same river she drowned her sons, and then wail and mourn over another life that has been lost. Jeez. So, it it will keep your kids away from the rivers yeah. and the streams that night. Clearly she's not mourning that much if she keeps doing it. Well, it's this idea, like, she's so far gone that she thinks it's the soul of her child, and then she's so happy, and then she just realizes it's, some, it's not yeah. her child. And she kind so of just loses it. So... What is it? She rages? <laughs> <laughs> she enters a Yairana rage? <laughs> She's like, I would like to rage. And then, <laughs> um, so another variation of the ending to this legend is Maria doesn't kill herself. But after she realizes what she has done to her sons, a demon approaches her and says that her son's souls are lost. But if she wishes to be granted entry into heaven, she must find the souls of her son and bring them back to heaven. The demon 
being a motherfucking demon, knows that the son's souls were already in heaven. So this leads the poor woman roaming and looking for the souls of her sons, crying and begging for them. As time went on, as she continues to search for them, she continues to cry for the sins she's committed, spending all of eternity looking for her soul's sons that are already in heaven. So that's the demon actually being good at his job. The devil actually (laughs) succeeding, sadly. And then... So that's the most popular legend of her. Um, this one I had to put in here because it's not a vengeful spirit that dislikes men if there isn't a cheating husband story that's detailed. So Amen. here we go. Amen. So Maria was a beautiful young woman who lived in a rural village. She was known for her beauty and grace even though she was part of a poor family. One day, an extremely wealthy nobleman was riding through the village when he noticed her. She was breathtaking, and he had never seen such a beautiful woman in all of his travels. From that moment, he knew he had to win over her heart. Good start. This is fine. So, the nobleman, also being very charming, swept her off her feet, and it wasn't long until the two married and she gave birth to two sons. But, the happy small family didn't last long. Her husband was a traveling noble and stopped spending time with the family. Then, on the rare cases when he did come home, he ignored Maria and focused only on the children. She noticed the love in the relationship leave as time went on and as the two became older. Then, (laughs) one day, he returned to the village. He brought a younger woman with him, and he told his children goodbye and didn't even acknowledge his wife. Full of rage and sadness from her scum of a husband, Maria took her children to the river and drowned them in rage. Wow. Then, yeah, so I'm not... attacking the wrong people. Yeah, so this is a definitely neither person is right in this situation. No. Kind of thing. So, no bueno. Um, Then, once it was done, she realized what she did, and she tried searching for her children in the river, but it was too late, and their bodies were already carried downstream. Then, a few days later, her husband has the audacity to come back. (laughs) That dude. This is fine. This is where I rage. It's okay. He comes back and he asks about the children. And that's when she starts to weep uncontrollably and tell him of the sin she committed. Furious with her, her husband says Maria can only be with him if she found their children. Knowing there was no way to save them and it was too late, she drowned herself in the same river, now spending eternity looking for them, weeping and crying out. So... I'm getting, like, whiplash. Like, I feel bad for her and then I don't. And I feel bad for her and then I don't. (laughs) Right, right. It's like, oh, empathy, empathy, nah. Empathy, empathy, And then she drowned the children. So I'm like, ooh, ooh. It's like you you had us in the first half. Yeah, not gonna lie. But now yeah. 
That's pretty messed know? up. Yeah, so I don't know. I I always like read these stories and I always I'm like, why didn't the other woman like say or do anything? Like I don't get that. <laughs> like it makes yeah. me so cuz I I have been where I've realized I'm the other woman and I was like tell her everything. Let it all out. <laughs> there are no <laughs> secrets. I'm not like mm, maybe he'll love me and he'll leave her. No. Once a cheater always a cheater and I'm bitter and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also in a very happy, healthy relationship, so <laughs> people probably hear me rage about cheating men in this, and they're like, is she okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Edgar is the sweetest soul I have ever met, and I have been blessed. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's why he's also helping me with Spanish in my own podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the voice you'll be randomly hearing uh, interrupting us. <laughs> Probably from this point forward, too, because... Anyway, so the next story I have... um, So this is a little shorter one. So some other tragic tales of her says she's a woman who has had seven children, but she fell in love with a man who didn't want a family. In order not to lose the man which she believes is the love of her life, she drowned her own children one by one and lived happily with the man for a while, but the guilt of what she did slowly ate at her mm-hmm. and she killed herself. Yep. So that, I think, is the worst of them. Yeah, that's really messed up. So that's probably why it's such an evil spirit i think the other ones are sad but like this is just like she was like fuck it you know and so regardless of the story the lore always goes back to a woman in mourning the life of her children no matter how much she begs for forgiveness she is cursed to roam the earth as a result her souls haunt the river kidnapping and drowning children she mistake as her own and weeping for the sins she continues to make damn so so we got a little bit of heavy ghost folklore for you guys and that's super messed up yeah and if you go to like you go to the next slide it's like a creepy like black and white like charcoal looking sketch Mm -hmm. of her and that's like how I feel looking at the picture is how I feel about her like I kind of feel empathy but I don't it's like you were saying whiplash is a very great word for it yeah (sighs) but to to lighten things up I got some spooky sightings (sighs) (laughs) So, there has been hundreds of sightings of La Llorona and the Isles de La Muñecas in Mexico is the most common spot to find the spirit. There has also been sightings of the Wailing Woman at Woman Hollering Creek in Texas and La Una Canyon in Arizona. Her haunting presence isn't one easily forgotten, and it's been common to see her roaming the rivers searching for her children. Even spookier, in more recent times, people have spotted the ghoul searching landfills and city dumps. What? So, yeah. <laughs> so Those aren't anywhere to... near rivers. <laughs> well, it could be. So a lot of like um, people were saying 
it, like rivers have been built over so it may have been like mm. a river before yeah. so that she's just sense. like following the path okay because i, I she's was just like, stuck hold, hold in up. the yeah <laughs> i was like hold up am i gonna see her if i recycle this week like i need to know <laughs> right? You heard it here, folks. Don't recycle or <laughs> Yairona's going to get you. She's going to snatch you up. <laughs> snatch you up. Unless you're an adult. In which that case, you're fine, I guess. Unless you're a man that's cheating on your... Like, you still want to avoid her regardless. But it's like, if you're a man cheating on your partner or if you're a child... It's more likely to happen. Like, okay. that makes <laughs> chances sense. increase. Chances of death increase. Yeah. Well, watch <laughs> so, out, fellas. <laughs> I just don't approach woman crying, I guess. Yeah, it's really good. probably a safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's in a dump. Yeah, if you see a woman hunched crying in a dump, um, that is not your chance to yeah. hit it up. Yeah. <laughs> call call someone call to come someone. help. I don't know call who to your call. Mom. <laughs> call yeah, your mom. Call your mom. Yeah. Or your your parents. She probably know what to do. Yeah. I call I call my mom when I get scared. She, yeah. <laughs> we pray together. It's great. Maybe like <laughs> an ambulance, just in case she tries to drown you. Get all get the whole lineup set up. Have yeah, your speed dial into. one through nine. Mm-hmm. Everything to do when you see her, and you'll be yep. fine. Number one, call your mom. Number two, probably a priest. Number three, <laughs> an ambulance. Number four, us, so that we could use it in a slideshow. Perfect. And, and oh oh. And five, someone with a camera. So we oh, can yeah. have someone yeah, to take yeah, yeah. a picture of yeah. it for definitely, us. Definitely take photos. <laughs> yeah. We'll be all set. And then you could be one of these sightings. Like one of the three spooky written exactly. accounts I have. I also Oh, and I also have a video and some photos. A video? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. Smoky, 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 long. Okay. So the first sighting, I just saw you highlight it, and I felt the despair from across the (laughs) internet. (laughs) All right. So the first sighting is about a boy named Patricio Lugan, and it takes place at a creek between Wara and Wara Lupita in New Mexico. Patricia was sitting with his family outside chatting when they all noticed a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. Curious, the family looked over and noticed she was moving quickly up the hill. What was strange is the woman appeared to be floating in the water as she moved over the hill and she vanished. The family just dismissed it and went back to their conversations and that's when they noticed the same woman had reappeared much closer only to quickly vanish again. After the second sighting, <laughs> the family had a strong feeling it was La Llorona and went to investigate, finding no footprints of the ghostly figure don't, that passed them don't, by. Don't investigate, guys. Come on. <laughs> Just Has no one watched a horror movie? Just, just walk away. What was it called? The Mystery Gang? Wow, the Scooby-Doo Gang. You're not yeah. them. 
No. You don't have a mystery machine. No, there's no benefit. You're not Sam and Dean Winchester. No, no, definitely not. They've died like 20 times. <laughs> They're professionals. They just keep coming back somehow. I haven't watched past season one. I'm just assuming. No, you're not wrong. I, yeah. I haven't even finished it. I, I was talking to my brother. He's like, there's like nine seasons. I was like, yeah, it just, it just keeps going. Still? I can do a it's whole like episode on, on that. <laughs> I'm like, it's like One Piece, but with ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great though. Yeah, uh, I'll still watch every episode. Of season. Yeah, it's fine. Who needs a social life? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, now I have a video one. So I hate I this video. Watch a video. Well, you get to watch a video because I witnessed it. Now <laughs> you get to. I hate gonna, this video. I'm gonna play the audio right oh, here for. Okay. Our listeners. A little bit about what this. The heck is that? That's terrifying. I know. So, this Mm-mm. video... Nope, that <laughs> I have a problem with that. Oh, then she disappears. Wait. Where'd she go? Okay, she like climbs down. I thought she just vanished. You guys, I'm crying. I'm crying tears. Okay, so... If last year wasn't wild enough, this video was published in January of 2020. So if this wasn't a fruition of what was to come, (laughs) I don't know what is. So in this video of what can be assumed to be La Llorona, moving above the trios, wailing loudly in broad daylight in a treetop in the moon, moon cap, I can't say that, municipality. Of Montios, Cordoba, Colombia, you can see a figure of a woman dressed in black swaying and w- in the trees wailing. Swaying, swaying is not. I don't think that's the word I'd use. She's floating, like she's. You can't just stand at the top of a tree. That's not how that works. She's, she's flying, and then she then she just casually climbs down. I don't like that. She's done. She's done. She has to go back. I feel like I just watched one of those videos where after you watch it, they're going to show up. Like, for sure. I I saw this on my lunch break at work (laughs) while it was raining outside and I was in my car in the parking lot and I felt true fear and immediately went inside. Yeah. There's like so, dogs howling at her and like yeah. she's yelling. Oh, I don't like that. So have fun. Go go check that out on her blog and show your friends. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. You show your friends. It's worth yeah. it. If you're gonna get scared, have someone suffer with you. <laughs> so um 
So, so the next sighting I want to talk about also takes place in Mexico. Um, Daisy Calendron was about eight years old when their grandma told them to go pick up some soda from the supermarket. It was about evening, so Daisy took her brother and went to the store. Along the way, they heard some wailing, but just dismissed it and continued on their way. Then, they noticed a young woman floating towards them, and the younger brother started to cry and panic. That's when the young woman floated quickly towards him, appearing like she was trying to grab the boy. (laughs) The moment this happened, the two of them ran home as fast as they could, good. And the moment they got there, they told their grandmother what they saw. Now, I love this grandma because she immediately locked the doors and all of them started praying for La Llorona to go away. And to this day, Daisy still believes that she is real. I I always get goosebumps on that one. (laughs) Yeah. We, I don't think you and I have done a real scary episode together, so this is fun. Speaking of scary, I have another picture for you. Um, oh, so, um, look at it, absorb it, and I'll explain it to you. So, in 2016, on September 18th, an eerie night in Mexico City, a CCTV captured a ghostly figure standing in a busy traffic intersection. This black and white footage was captured in La Paseo de la Reforma at 2.20 a.m. The image shows an apparition of a woman of long dark hair dressed in white. She stands completely still on the crosswalk, not even flinching as drive as vehicles drive straight through her. So I like circled it in the image because like that's the one that's like the best quality of it, but you can kind of see like the ghost figure, like how it's distorted. Which is great and super fun. I definitely see it in that last photo. Yeah. That was so I put that one there because that's like they like adjusted the contrast so it's easier to see her. But zoom enhance. But I hated that. So there's that lovely spooky image. It's like black and white and it's at night and it looks like the person I can't tell what vehicle they're in, but it has a timestamp and it's very spooky and I did not like it. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Aren't you glad you heard all of these after you got done camping, though, instead of before? Oh, I'm going again next weekend, and this time I'm going to a lake. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) This is not a pond. (laughs) It's not a river or a stream. You'll be fine. When this episode airs, I will be camping. And if you don't see me in episode eight, Yayarona got me. And that's that's canon. That's canon. (laughs) That's canon. That's how we finally make it Mm -hmm. in the podcast world. (laughs) Well, I got podcast host fucking dies after learning about (laughs) Yayarona. 
feel so awful. Jesus Christ. The only time I would touch a Ouija board is to apologize to you as a spirit. I'm going to chuck that shit at you while you're doing it. Like, no, you did this to me. You did this to me. And then you'll That's become too- Yah, Kimonia, and yeah, run that's around how you pronounce it. Crying and drowning people to avenge yes. your drowned co-host. Yep, that's that's <laughs> the start of the legend. <laughs> that's Kimiona. what it's going to be called. La Kimrona. La Kimrona. Yeah, that's perfect because I can actually say that too. There so we go. That's <laughs> well, before our legends take flight in the spooky world of podcasts, I'll tell you the final sighting that I have for you. So this happened to Reverend Elizabeth Kirkwood. So Elizabeth started attending school in South Valley of... Wow, he's... I have an amazing boyfriend right now. Okay, so... Albuquerque? Albuquerque. I don't think. I don't know. Well, that's Albuquerque. Say. That's like Albuquerque. one of the most famous cities in New Mexico. Albuquerque. I know you're gonna leave that in. Yeah, Albuquerque. South in the school of Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> it's like around seven years ago. No, around age seven. Oh my God. Okay, Elizabeth started attending. Uh, school in South Valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico around age seven. (laughs) One of the greatest memories of the school she had was playing outside in the schoolyard. It is important to note that the surrounding playground had high fences that kept children from wandering off and into the irrigation ditches that helped feed into the local alfalfa fields. It seemed there were dishes everywhere in Albuquerque and the locals were very wary of the children playing near them. While attending school, Elizabeth met a young boy who wasn't old enough to attend their school yet. So he would play near the fence with the other children in the schoolyard. One day, while playing, there was a big commotion near the schoolyard fence and all the kids ran towards it to see the boy had fallen into the irrigation ditch. A teacher came running out and pulled the child from the muddy waters and tried to resuscitate him. But sadly, it was too late and everyone seemed really spooked about it. The next day at school, one of the children said La Llorona had gotten the boy. They referred to her as the ditch lady, and she was seen wandering up and down the dishes looking for children to drown since she lost her own in a terrible accident. They said that's why the fences are up, and since the boy was on the other side, she was able to get him. And that's my final spooky sighting of La Llorona. Okay. Uh-huh. And ending on spooky, terrifying note. <laughs> I, this was a little bit of a dark episode, and Ryan got to experience some spooky lore firsthand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your mom is kind of mean. Yeah, she. <laughs> I just. 
I remember like being told about her growing up. So that's why it was just like, it, she's so interesting to me and she's like such a classic tale. So I, I like love the history, but uh, well, we'll get into the Lorraine alignment chart. But before we do that, we just wanted to say real quick, um, thank you for everyone that became a Patreon or continues to support us on Patreon during our Alluring Fun Drive. We appreciate all of it. Um, we may not be doing that for a while because it took a lot of work <laughs> to do it. It but was, we, but boy, oh boy, do we appreciate you guys. We really do. And we were able to get a PO box. Oh my god. Yeah. We have a, we have a PO box now. It is in my name. It's ours. I'm not sharing it with anybody. It's ours. It's the Alluring P.O. Box, so we'll be doing more future giveaways. And guess what? You guys could, like, mail us cool stuff. And if you guys, like, mailed us cool stuff, we could do, like, gift opening videos on Patreon. Send us your Polaroids of Yaya Rona. If you want, you can send it. But anyway, okay, now now on to the Lorraine alignment chart. And Ryan is right. I, I did actually do it this week. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I forget this one for some reason. <laughs> Stop You're such an ass. <laughs> I'm putting that on that is our meme material for <laughs> this episode. He just posted a meme and it says you know, I'm mad because I can't say it now. You because can't say it. Left, it. it left pronounce Albuquerque. <laughs> says pronounce Albuquerque or draw 25. Cool. So that's a personal drag that will be posted <laughs> on their social media. Jeez. Wow. I, I love I love learning about other cultures and languages. I just really struggle with it. It's exhausting. Anyway, I put her as chaotic evil because yep. she's chaotic and she's evil. I think. I have absolutely <laughs> zero argument with your placement this week. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yep. Well, I was um, a little, I felt a little differently about the Rasulka. I felt like they were pretty evil. You put them as not quite so evil. Yairona? Did you like? Nope. Straight up evil. Did you like the Star Wars meme I posted about Rasulka? Yeah. Because yeah. I felt that was a beautiful representation of you telling me to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. Not listening. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> You're going to leave them alone, right? Right? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having too much fun. This show is so fun, you guys. Oh, we love it. <laughs> we love it so much. Anyway, you guys have listened to me struggle enough through the Spanish language. Um, thanks, Ryan and Edgar, for emotionally supporting me through this episode and mm-hmm. correcting my, my, my poor Spanish I'd like um, to apologize this... to our Albuquerque, New Mexico listeners. Um, <laughs> They're your, probably your, your city's not that difficult to say. <laughs> it, it is for me, you guys. I'm. You guys are amazing. You guys are the real champs this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks so much for listening. This has been a Lori. <laughs> 
have an alluring day and we'll catch you in the next episode <laughs> bye <laughs> bye bye thank you for listening to alluring music by lane hammonds Special thanks to Alex Higgins for help with our audio this season. Check out his podcast, What Happened in Vegas, available on all platforms. Check out our website and blog at alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. If you have questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legends you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you liked this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Another way to share your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today. All links are available on our website and Instagram. Campers, while we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. So lesser discretion is advised. co-host ryan hey guys welcome back to loring our folklore podcast where we tell you the stories and legends of different lore from around the world and this is going to be a normal episode but due to technical difficulties and discord not liking me tonight <laughs> it's a lost tape well, let's, let's get a let's get a round of applause for america's internet <laughs> It's working as great as America is right now. We did it. We did it. We have high-speed internet. (laughs) This is is what technology has led us to. You know, I, I have realized when we finally get the luxury to like record in person because we will one of these days it's going to be so different we're not going to have to deal with lag we're going to see real-time expressions we're probably we're probably going to like do like four in a night or something like that i'm not going to talk over you for 90 percent of the episode not realizing you've been talking <laughs> lag you guys the lag is so terrible and like We'll do the videos together, and when we do the videos, sometimes, like, I pause when I talk. (laughs) And Ryan is very patient, and he kind of does it, too. So we're both kind of just, like, waiting for the other person or Mm -hmm. talking over them. There's no (laughs) in-between. None. Editing is a lot of fun. (laughs) Ryan's doing an amazing job editing, and shout out to Alex for helping get us all set up with this shit. So you do, I am just here to make shit look pretty. So Mm -hmm. that's my contribution now. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, speaking of pretty shit, um, you want to tell me what you found alluring <laughs> this week, Ryan? Yeah. So I uh, I work for a tech company, so I spend like 99% of the time on my phone. And this weekend, well, I guess last weekend, I went camping and there was absolutely no cell service to be seen. And it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> did Zen. you feel like a true mountain man? I did. I was I was in the mountains of Utah. It rained on us. We almost got like flooded in, but it was great. Oh my god, that's when you guys were here. I yeah. was thinking of that and I didn't connect those dots. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ryan's out of town, so we can't record this weekend. Wow, that's one hell of a yeah. thunderstorm for a Saturday evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was actually pretty scary driving home, but it was a lot of fun there was like a family of deer so i just watched deer all weekend there was little babies there was a bunch of like vultures and stuff too like flying around so that was fun had a telescope so i just like bird and deer watched for three days straight it was a great time. That sounds that sounds so therapeutic. Did you take any pictures at all, or was it just? I didn't. No, it was it was great. Like I I literally Good. I put all of my technology in my backpack, and I was like, I'm not touching any of it, not even Good. my camera. And it was great. I needed it. <laughs> you were like, ah, uh, this is what it feels to be a mountain man. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, showers and technology, who needs it? And I just was a mountain man for a couple days. So what what did you find alluring this week? Um, I was definitely not a mountain man for many reasons. But um, I... I'm getting really hyped um, because my I do an annual little potter party. Um, I like Hogwarts, like the world of Hogwarts a mm-hmm. lot, and the magic and the mystery, and I like to dress up, so it's a really good excuse to throw like a little get-together with like close friends, and I've been planning like the little food I'm going to make, because I was able to do it, because 2020 was 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not, gonna, last year. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it with anyone, we'll all just be drinking in our home sad for the year, and it will be fine next year. So I'm going all out this year as a result of the suppression from the year before. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about these famous Harry Potter parties. I have yet to make it to one, but one, one of these years, I'm going to make it. One of these years, I was like... I have so many people I'll send invites to. I'm like, I know you're out of state and I know (laughs) you probably can't come, but on the off chance that the universe provides you at my doorstep, I want you to know you are welcome in. (laughs) But I I do it via via owl. I should. I should look into that. Actually, yeah. postage owl is probably going to be more reliable probably. <laughs> at this point. And I'm not bitter about you still not receiving your letter, and it's fine. And I'm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited. Like, I make people... Everyone's got to, like, come dressed up. That's, like, my thing. I'm like, you can't get in if you're not dressed up. Like, this is an amateur hour. Yeah, Like, we're adults not. here. Yeah. Come on. But I was, I was looking at Michael's, and... 
um, I, I love shopping there. I have a problem. But I went there and they're starting to get their Halloween stuff in. And they have like a forest collection being released soon. And the amount of witch bottles I'm going to get, I'm going to like make Harry Potter potion alcoholic drinks. Oh, nice. Put them in like the bottles. Yeah. So you have to like open. Uh, I am mm-hmm. so Say a little spell excited. and get a drink. Yep. And then I want to do like little, I want to get some little tiny ones and do like, um, I want to do like butter shot shots or something. I'll, yeah. I'll make it Harry Potter-y. I have I will some find really good jello shot recipes if you want the uh, classic Utah jello. It's a little more exciting. Yes. Um, a thousand <laughs> percent because I like to do that for how people sort themselves into the houses. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'll send them to you. I, I feel like I make a mean jello shot. Hell yeah. Yeah, I made jello shots once and I like died. So that's where. Yeah, they'll do that to you. <laughs> I was like, is this what heaven tastes like? And then immediately descended to hell. So that's how I feel about jello shots. <sighs> speaking, speaking of descending to hell <laughs> yeah i was like speaking of hell what are you talking me? about this week <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, i'm talking about one spooky bitch okay <laughs> so oh, okay as a precursor this is um, some Mexican folklore. <laughs> if at any point in this you hear a deep masculine voice pronouncing the words in Spanish correctly, please know that is my patient loving boyfriend <laughs> that's helping <laughs> us through this episode <laughs> because he can tell me how to pronounce it a thousand times, but I still will not understand. <laughs> so, uh, did I tell you guys I'm all part Brazilian too? Like 50%? Yeah, it really doesn't show when I'm talking on the show sometimes. It does not. I'm so proud of it too. I'm just so white. So white. All right. Okay. So, on your next trip to Mexico, be cautious of any crying woman you see near a river, stream, or lake. In fact, it may be best to just avoid any ditches and streams altogether. And most importantly, don't go comfort her. In fact, it's best just to go back the way you came. The spooky entity is known for her ability to drown everyone that comes near her as she cries for the sins she has committed in her life. This tea... This week, I'll be talking about Ya Llorona, a ghost figure of Mexican, Mexican-American, and South American cultures. She has been known by multiple names and has been suggested to have some connections to banshees, but her spooky lore and tragic backstory is her own, and that's what makes me so excited and terrified to talk about her today. So. You nailed the name. I'm so proud <laughs> of you. I, I have it. If you see my show notes, I have like it spelled out and written in orange of how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So that may be the only time I do that right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it going. Okay. Jesus candle is lit. We are ready for this. So Let's the physical appearance. 
So she always appears as a weeping woman and will either be wearing a long black dress or a long white gown with a veil. She has beautiful long black hair and long fingernails. She also has an alluring aura to her that appears seductive to most women. But once you get closer, you'll know something very disturbing about her. She is known to appear faceless, with no facial features, so no mouth, no nose, no eyes. And there are some cases where she is described to have the face of a bat or a horse. (laughs) And if you look at the slideshow, again, this was going to be an episode, you guys, but all these pictures will be on the blog. Um, The first one is kind of like how a lot of people picture her. She has like the veil over her face. And she's lurking in the back and it's unsettling and great and I hate it and it's fine. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a bit about her personality. So due to the tragic legend, this entity can always be found scraping the bottom of lakes and rivers searching for her missing sons. As she wails, she will cry out, Hi, Missy House. Always <laughs> translates to my children. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Ryan, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm Edgar. Ed- <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, introducing Edgar. Uh, that was his beautiful voice you just heard. Uh, <laughs> try to be disrespectful i'm just an idiot when it comes to language (laughs) i promise you guys okay let's try this again she also said to cry out donde esta mis hijos which translates to where are my sons that was way better that first you you got it that time (laughs) that first one was <laughs> so, uh, and if you hear her crying run, her cries are told to bring misfortune or death to those who hear it. She has been rumored to kill children, men, and women, but typically the victims of her consist of children and husbands that are cheating on their spouse. So, another beautiful, vengeful spirit. Yep. Um, which is going to be my niche. Just you wait. Um. <laughs> So and we're there on are, our way. We're on our way. So there are a few ways to keep the spooky entity at bay. The first is if you hear her, play very close attention. If her cries sound close, she is actually far away. And when her cries sound far away, she is near. Some cultures also suggest using crosses, lights, and prayers to keep her at bay and to be safe of the wailing ghost. So, oh wow, I really butchered that. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you want to look at the next slide, um, this was like a cool statue they have of her. That's like what you would find in a horror game where you get stranded on an island. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like something you're supposed to like destroy, like from Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's exactly it. Wait. Did did you ever really? see Did you ever see Scooby Doo Mystery Island? Oh my god! 
You're telling me that's not the same statue? It's not! <laughs> Unless Wikipedia lied to me, which I probably did. I I'm like, that's... no, it's definitely no, it's not, it. but it's, uh, it's, not. it's close. <laughs> Could you imagine? Very wow, close. This, this episode is starting so strong, you guys. <laughs> so, anyway, there's a cool statue of her. So she's been around for a minute. Uh, okay, so I tell you about the history. Oh my goodness! Oh, I didn't expect you to send a picture on Discord. <laughs> I just saw the skull pop up. <sighs> I watched that movie till there was a hole in our DVD, and my brother, like my brother, would always watch it with me, both of them. I can't yeah. remember if it was Brandon or Dylan that liked it more, but I felt like we always watched that movie. It's a <laughs> it was great movie. 10 out of 10. That's where the art starts. <laughs> but, oh, anyway, so the origin of the lore of Yorona is suggested to come from the folk story of La Malinchi. That's not right. <laughs> Sounds right. Um, the relationship of this folk story to the lore of La Llorena focuses on the part where La Malinchi, a Nawa woman who served as an interpreter to Hernan Cortez, as time went on, she became his mistress. Mistress. Oh my goodness. I apologize. As time went on, she became his mistress and bore his children only to be abandoned by Hernan as soon as he could marry a Spanish lady. Though it never says that La Malinchi drowned her children, it does suggest that the violence that took place in the discovery of the new world. So during the legend, there are seven ugly omens, and the sixth of this omen was a woman who cried and wept for her missing child. So... It's a really cool, like, idea of where it could have come from, just, like, with all the terrible colonization of, like, the New World and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, this folktale is also a possibility of where lore's origins come from, but again, it's just a possibility. One thing we do know is that the legend of La Llorona has been part of Hispanic culture since the 16th century conquistadors. Nailed it. Um, (laughs) There are a few people that say La Llorona is taken from elements of German folklore, also known as banshees, as late as the 1486, or that her legend connects as far back as ancient Greek mythology. The myth of Hera discovering Zeus's affair with Lamia results in Hera forcing the demigod to eat her own children. Lamia then wanders the earth, devouring any child she catches, but at the end of the day, her ghost story comes from Hispanic culture, and it's separate from these two other stories. Um, her legend mm. is... Oh, sorry, you go. Those are, like, my favorite folklore ones are ones that have, like, the exact same story from other cultures. Because it's just like, how did that story possibly get made up if two different cultures from around the world, like, both have the exact same story, you know? Right. No, that's like the coolest thing to think about is because 
when it's just like one person says something, it's like, yeah, whatever. But it's the more people are like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too. It mm-hmm. makes it feel more credible. Like, I like to personally believe, like, all of these are real. Because that's just more fun for me to believe yeah. in these and to see how it, like, developed the culture or the people of the culture or, like, how people even use it today. But mm-hmm. I I just thought it was really cool because I was like, oh, wow, it has connection to the Greek mythology. And that's something I was like, oh, I didn't even know that, you know? Yeah. And that's something we'll definitely look more into, like, I feel as we do this show. Because I know, like, basics of mythology, but all I know is, like, Zeus slept with everyone. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And if you're asked by the goddesses who's the hottest, you don't say Aphrodite. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, like, my basic knowledge with it. Uh, But, um... So, da, 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 da. her legend, so La Llorena's legend is so famous in Hispanic cultures. There's even a sonnet written by Manuel Carpio. I said that, I know that's wrong. Edgar. Carpio. Oh, see, Ryan got it. We'll just use Ryan's voice there. <laughs> Manuel the late... Carpio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say it, folks. In the late 1800s, this poem only references La Llorena as a ghost of a woman who is tragically murdered by her husband, but it's one of the oldest recorded records of her. With the lore being as old as it is, she has accumulated many different names from woman in white to the wailing woman or the crier. Regardless of what she is called, all the lore focuses around a woman named Maria who is doomed to walk the earth for the sins she has committed. And on top of having multiple names, there are also many different legends as to why she weeps, and all the tales have been told orally for years. These stories have also been used for Latin Americans to scare their children from staying out too late. But before I get into these different legends and stories, we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. Hey campers, y'all know how we love to dive deep into the history of different legends and lore from around the world. And what better way to enjoy these tales than by also enjoying some international snacks and treats while you listen? That's where our sponsor Try the World comes in. Try the World sends out a box with 10 plus unique international snacks and treats from around the world, exploring new countries every month. With flavors from Spain, Japan, even Brazil, and so, so much more. So you can try global cuisines one country at a time from the comfort of your own home. And Try the World collaborates with cuisine experts and award-winning chefs to curate some of the most authentic, high-quality products from around the world. With them being such a great quality product, not only are they great for you, but they make a wonderful gift. And that's not all. Our listeners who subscribe today get a free box. So what are you waiting for? Start your international food journey today by going to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner today and start your international snack journey. Welcome back, everybody. Wow. Those are some ads. Remember, 
when you click on one of those sponsor links from our website, alori.com slash sponsors, our heart grows a little bit bigger each time. Just yeah. a little. But not too big. Like we don't want to have an overgrown heart. Uh, just, just a little. Enough. Just, just enough. So, but we're back right now, and I will be telling you the most popular story of her. So... I'll start by saying the most popular and the alternative ending it has for it, then I'll go into some other ones. Because with how how often this legend's been told and how many times it's gone through the grapevine, there's, of course, a bunch of different... That word. There's different versions of it. (laughs) I'm struggling today. Iteration? Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Iteration. Yeah, I got you. Jesus Christ. This is why you picked me as a co-host. I got you, Kimmy. (laughs) Thank you so much. You guys, there's a reason I draw. Like, I love (laughs) talking about this, but it is a struggle bus sometimes. So, the first story... A woman with two children wasn't feeling loved by her husband. Her husband loved their children, but pushed the woman to the side. Then, one day, the woman caught him cheating on her with another one. Another woman. Filled with rage, she had drowned her sons that her husband loved so much into the river. Sadly, the reality of the situation set in. Unable to live with what she did, she also drowned herself in the same river. When she passed away, she was sent to the pearly gates, but was refused entry. She was told she could only enter once she had found the souls of her two sons and was sent back to earth. This causes her to lurk near the rivers, mistaking children for her own. And once she realizes they aren't hers, she will drown them in the same river she drowned her sons, and then wail and mourn over another life that has been lost. So, it it will keep your kids away from the rivers yeah. and the streams that night. Clearly, she's not mourning that much if she keeps doing it. Well, it's this idea like she's so far gone that she thinks it's the soul of her child, and then she's so happy, and then she just realizes it's some it's not yeah. her child, and she kind so of just loses it. So. What is it? She rages? <laughs> <laughs> she enters a Yairana rage? <laughs> She's like, I would like to rage. And then <laughs> um, so another variation of the ending to this legend is Maria doesn't kill herself. But after she realizes what she has done to her sons, a demon approaches her and says that her son's souls are lost. But if she wishes to be granted entry into heaven, she must find the souls of her son and bring them back to heaven. The demon, being a motherfucking demon, knows that the son's souls were already in heaven. So this leads the poor woman roaming and looking for the souls of her sons, crying and begging for them. As time went on and she continues to search for them, she continues to cry for the sins she's committed, spending all of eternity looking for her soul's sons that are already in heaven. So that's the demon actually being good at his job. The devil yeah. actually <laughs> succeeding, sadly. And then... So that's the most popular legend of her. 
Um, this one I had to put in here because it's not a vengeful spirit that dislikes men if there isn't a cheating husband story that's detailed. So here we go. Amen. So Maria was a beautiful young woman who lived in a rural village. She was known for her beauty and grace, even though she was part of a poor family. One day, an extremely wealthy nobleman was riding through the village when he noticed her. She was breathtaking, and he had never seen such a beautiful woman in all of his travels. From that moment, he knew he had to win over her heart. Good start. This is fine. So, the nobleman, also being very charming, swept her off her feet, and it wasn't long until the two married and she gave birth to two sons. But the happy small family didn't last long. Her husband was a traveling noble and stopped spending time with the family. Then, on the rare cases when he did come home, he ignored Maria and focused only on the children. She noticed the love in the relationship leave as time went on and as the two became older. Then, (laughs) one day, he returned to the village. He brought a younger woman with him, and he told his children goodbye and didn't even acknowledge his wife. (laughs) Full of rage and sadness from her scum of a husband, Maria took her children to the river and drowned them in rage. Wow. Then, yeah, so I'm not... attacking the wrong people. Yeah, so this is a definitely neither person is right in this situation. No. Kind of thing. So, no bueno. Um, Then, once it was done, she realized what she did, and she tried searching for her children in the river, but it was too late, and their bodies were already carried downstream. Then, a few days later... Her husband has the audacity to come back. (laughs) That dude. This is fine. This is where I rage. It's okay. He comes back and he asks about the children. And that's when she starts to weep uncontrollably and tell him of the sin she committed. Furious with her, her husband says Maria can only be with him if she found their children. Knowing there was no way to save them and it was too late, she drowned herself in the same river, now spending eternity looking for them, weeping and crying out. So, I'm getting like whiplash. Like, I feel bad for her and then I don't. And then I feel bad for her and then I don't. <laughs> right, right. It's like, oh, empathy, empathy, nah. Empathy, yeah. And empathy, then nah. she drowned the children. So, I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> It's like you you had us in the first half. Yeah, not gonna lie. But now yeah. That's pretty messed no. up. Yeah, so I don't know. I I always like read these stories and I always I'm like, why didn't the other woman like say or do anything? Like I don't get that. <laughs> like, it makes yeah. me so... Because I, I have been where I've realized I'm the other woman, and I was like, tell her everything. Let it all out. <laughs> there are no <laughs> secrets. I'm not like, maybe he'll love me and he'll leave her. No. Once a cheater, always a cheater, and I'm bitter and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also in a very happy, healthy relationship, so... <laughs> 
people probably hear me rage about cheating men in this. And they're like, is she okay? I'm fine. Edgar is the sweetest soul I have ever met, and I have been blessed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's why he's also helping me with Spanish in my own podcast episode. Yeah, he's he's the voice you'll be randomly hearing uh, interrupting us. Probably from this point forward, too, because... Anyway, so the next story I have... um, So this is a little shorter one. So some other tragic tales of her says she's a woman who has had seven children, but she fell in love with a man who didn't want a family. In order not to lose the man, which she believes is the love of her life, she drowned her own children one by one and lived happily with the man for a while, but the guilt of what she did slowly ate at her, mm-hmm. and she killed herself. Yep. So, that, I think, is the worst of them. Yeah, that's really messed up. So, that's probably why it's such an evil spirit. I think the other ones are sad, but, like, this is just, like, she was, like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. And... So, regardless of the story, the lore always goes back to a woman in mourning the life of her children. No matter how much she begs for forgiveness, she is cursed to roam the earth. As a result, her souls haunt the river, kidnapping and drowning children she mistake as her own, and weeping for the sins she continues to make. Damn. So, so we got a little bit of heavy ghost folklore for you guys. And that's super messed up. Yeah, and if you go to, like, you go to the next slide, it's, like, a creepy, like, black and white, like, charcoal-looking sketch Mm -hmm. of her, and that's, like, how I feel looking at the pictures, how I feel about her. Like, I kind of feel empathy, but I don't. It's, like you were saying, whiplash is a very great word for it. Yeah. (sighs) But... To, to lighten things up, I got some spooky sightings. <laughs> so, there has been hundreds of sightings of La Llorona and the Isles de La Muñecas in Mexico is the most common spot to find the spirit. There has also been sightings of the Wailing Woman at Woman Hollering Creek in Texas and La Una Canyon in Arizona. Her haunting presence isn't one easily forgotten, and it's been common to see her roaming the rivers, searching for her children. Even spookier, in more recent times, people have spotted the ghoul searching landfills and city dumps. What? So, yeah. <laughs> so Those aren't anywhere near rivers. <laughs> well, it could be. So a lot of, like, um, people were saying... It, like rivers have been built over so it may have been like mm. a river before yeah. so she's sense. just like following the path okay because i, I she's was just like, stuck hold, in hold the up. yeah <laughs> i was like hold up am i gonna see her if i recycle this week like i need to know <laughs> right? you heard it here folks don't recycle or <laughs> yeah your own is gonna get you She's going to snatch you up. (laughs) Snatch you up. Unless you're an adult. In which that case, you're fine, I guess. 
unless you're a man that's cheating on your like you still want to avoid her regardless but it's like if you're a man cheating on your partner or if you're a child it's more likely to happen like okay. that makes <laughs> chances sense. increase chances of death increase yeah. well, watch <laughs> so, out fellas <laughs> I just don't approach woman crying. I guess yeah, it's really that's good. probably a safe bet. Yeah, <laughs> especially if it's in a dump. Yeah, if you see a woman hunched crying in a dump, um, that is not your chance to yeah. hit it up. Yeah. <laughs> call call someone. Call that come help. I don't know call who your to call. Mom. <laughs> call yeah, your mom. Call your mom. Yeah. Or your your parental figure. Probably know figure. what to do. Yeah. I call I call my mom when I get scared. She, yeah. <laughs> we pray together. It's great. Maybe like <laughs> an ambulance, just in case she tries to drown you. <laughs> get all get the whole lineup set up. Have yeah, your speed dial to... one through nine. Mm-hmm. Everything to do when you see her, and you'll be yep. fine. <laughs> Number one, call your mom. Number two, probably a priest. Number three, an ambulance. Number four, us, so that we could use it in a slideshow. Perfect. And, and oh, oh, and five, someone with a camera, so we oh, can yeah. have someone yeah, to take yeah, yeah. a picture of yeah. it for definitely, us. Definitely, definitely take photos. <laughs> yeah. We'll be all set. And then you could be one of these sightings. Like one of the three spooky written exactly. accounts I have. I also oh, and I also have a video and some photos. A video? Like, oh yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky, spooky, spooky long. Okay, so the first sighting I just saw you highlight it and I felt the despair from across the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Alright. So the first sighting is about a boy named Patricio Lugan and it takes place at a creek between Wara and Guadalupita in New Mexico. Patricia was sitting with his family outside chatting when they all noticed a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. Curious, the family looked over and noticed she was moving quickly up the hill. What was strange is the woman appeared to be floating in the water as she moved over the hill and she vanished. The family just dismissed it and went back to their conversations, and that's when they noticed the same woman had reappeared much closer, only to quickly vanish again. After the second sighting, <laughs> the family had a strong feeling it was La Llorona and went to investigate, finding no footprints of the ghostly don't, figure that passed them don't, by. Don't investigate, guys. Come on. <laughs> just Has no one watched a horror movie? Just, just walk away. What was it called? The Mystery Gang? Wow, the Scooby-Doo Gang. You're not yeah. them. No. You don't have a mystery machine. No, there's no benefit. You're not Sam and Dean Winchester. No, no definitely not. They've died like 20 times. <laughs> They're professionals. They just keep coming back somehow. I haven't watched past season one. I'm just assuming. No, you're not wrong. I, yeah. I haven't even finished it. I, I sorry, my brother's like, there's like nine seasons. I was like, yeah, it just, it just keeps going. Still? I can do a it's whole like episode on, on that. 
I'm like, it's like One Piece, but with ghosts. <laughs> yeah. It's great though. Yeah. Uh, I'll still watch every episode. Of season. Yeah, it's fine. Who needs a social life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, now I have a video one. So I hate this video. Watch a video. Well, you get to watch a video because I witnessed it. Now you get to. I hate this video. I'm going to play the audio right here for our listeners. about what this the heck is that <laughs> that's terrifying i know so Mm-mm, this video nope, that <laughs> i have a problem with that oh, then she disappears wait where'd she go okay she like climbs down i thought she just vanished guys i'm crying i'm crying tears okay so if last year wasn't wild enough this video was published in january of 2020 so if this wasn't a fruition of what was to come (laughs) i don't know what is so in this video of what can be assumed to be la llorona moving above the trios wailing loudly in broad daylight in a treetop in the moon moon cap i can't say that Munis, municipi- municipality of montios cordoba colombia you can see a figure of a woman dressed in black swaying and w- in the trees wailing swaying swaying is not i don't think that's the word i use <laughs> she's floating like she's you can't just stand at the top of a tree that's not how that works she's, she's flying and then she then she just casually climbs down i don't like that she's done she's done she has to go back i feel like i just watched one of those videos where after you watch it they're gonna show up like for sure saw this on my lunch break at work (laughs) while it was raining outside and I was in my car in the parking lot and I felt true fear and immediately went inside yeah there's like dogs howling at her and like she's yelling oh I don't like that so have fun go go check that out on her blog and show your friends (laughs) or don't or don't you show your friends it's worth yeah. it if you're gonna get scared have someone suffer with you <laughs> so um so so the next sighting i want to talk about also takes place in mexico um daisy cal Calendron was about eight years old when their grandma told them to go pick up some soda from the supermarket it was about evening so daisy took her brother and went to the store Along the way, they heard some wailing, but just dismissed it and continued on their way. Then, they noticed a young woman floating towards them, and the younger brother started to cry and panic. 
That's when the young woman floated quickly towards him, appearing like she was trying to grab the boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The moment this happened, the two of them ran home as fast as they could, good. And the moment they got there, they told their grandmother what they saw. Now, I love this grandma because she immediately locked the doors and all of them started praying for La Llorona to go away. And to this day, Daisy still believes that she is real. I I always get goosebumps on that one. (laughs) Yeah. We, I don't think you and I have done a real scary episode together, so this is fun. (laughs) Speaking of scary, I have another picture for you. Um, Um... Look at it, absorb it, and I'll explain it to you. So, in 2016, on September 18th, an eerie night in Mexico City, a CCTV captured a ghostly figure standing in a busy traffic intersection. This black and white footage was captured in La Paseo de la Reforma at 2.20 a.m. The image shows an apparition of a woman with long dark hair dressed in white. She stands completely still on the crosswalk, not even flinching as drive as vehicles drive straight through her. So I like circled it in the image because like that's the one that's like the best quality of it, but you can kind of see like the ghost figure, like how it's distorted. Which is great and super fun. I definitely see it in that last photo. Yeah. That was... So I put that one there because that's like... They like adjusted the contrast so it's easier to see her. But... Zoom enhance. But I hated that. So there's that lovely spooky image. It's like black and white and it's at night. And it looks like the person... I can't tell what vehicle they're in, but it has a timestamp and it's very spooky and I did not like it. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, aren't you glad you heard all of these after you got done camping though, instead of before? Oh, I'm going again next weekend and this time I'm going to a lake. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> this is not a How pond. It's not a river or a stream. You'll be fine. When this episode airs, I will be camping. And (laughs) if you don't see me in episode eight, Yaya Rona got me. And that's that's canon. That's canon. (laughs) That's canon. That's how we finally make Mm -hmm. it in the podcast world. Well, I got podcast I got host one. fucking dies after learning about <laughs> Yaya Rona. <laughs> I would feel so <laughs> awful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the only time I would touch a Ouija board is to apologize to you as a spirit. I'm gonna chuck that shit at you while you're doing it. Like, no, you did this to me. <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> And then you'll that's become too- Yah Kimonia and yeah, run that's around how you pronounce it. crying and drowning people to avenge yes. your drowned co-host. Yep, that's that's <laughs> the start of the legend. <laughs> that's Kimiona. what it's gonna be called. La Kimrona. 
La Camarona. That's perfect because I can actually say that too. There we so go. <laughs> well, before our legends take flight in the spooky world of podcasts, I'll tell you the final sighting that I have for you. So this happened to Rever- Reverend Elizabeth Kirkwood. So Elizabeth started attending Pajarito. school in South Valley of... Wow, he's... I have an amazing boyfriend right now. Okay. Albuquerque? Albuquerque? I don't think. I don't know. That's Albuquerque. That's like one of the most famous cities in New Mexico. Albuquerque. I know you're going to leave that in. Yeah. Albuquerque. In the schools. Albuquerque, New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) It's like around seven years ago. No, around age seven. Oh my God. Okay, Elizabeth started attending a school in South Valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico around age seven. (laughs) One of the greatest memories of the school she had was playing outside in the schoolyard. It is important to note that the surrounding playground had high fences that kept children from wandering off and into the irrigation ditches that helped feed into the local alfalfa fields. It seemed there were dishes everywhere in Albuquerque, and the locals were very wary of the children playing near them. While attending school, Elizabeth met a young boy who wasn't old enough to attend their school yet, so he would play near the fence with the other children in the schoolyard. One day, while playing, there was a big commotion near the schoolyard fence, and all the kids ran towards it to see the boy had fallen into the irrigation ditch. The teacher came running out and pulled the child from the muddy waters and tried to resuscitate him. But sadly, it was too late, and everyone seemed really spooked about it. The next day at school, one of the children said La Llorona had gotten the boy. They referred to her as the ditch lady, and she was seen wandering up and down the dishes looking for children to drown since she lost her own in a terrible accident. They said that's why the fences are up, and since the boy was on the other side, she was able to get him. And that's my final spooky sighting of La Llorona. Okay. Uh-huh. And ending on spooky, terrifying note. <laughs> I, this was a little bit of a dark episode, and Ryan got to experience some spooky lore firsthand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your was kind of mean. Yeah, she. <laughs> I just. I remember like being told about her growing up so that's why it was just like it, she's so interesting to me and she's like such a classic tale so i i like love the history but uh well we'll get into the lauren alignment chart but before we do that we just wanted to say real quick um thank you for everyone that became a patreon or continues to support us on patreon during our alluring fun drive we appreciate all of it um we may not be doing that for a while because it took a lot of work (laughs) to do it it was but boy oh boy do we appreciate you guys we really do and we were able to get a p.o box Oh my god! Yeah, we have a, a PO box now. It is in my name. It's ours. I'm not sharing it with anybody. It's ours. It's the alluring PO box. So we'll be yeah. doing more future giveaways. 
And guess what? You guys could like mail us cool stuff. And if you guys like mailed us cool stuff, we could do like gift opening videos on Patreon. Send like, us your Polaroids of Yaya Rona. <laughs> if you want, you can send it. <laughs> but anyway, okay, now now on to the Laureen alignment chart. And Ryan is right, I, I did actually do it this week. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I forget this one for some reason. <laughs> Stop You're such an ass. <laughs> I'm putting that on that is our meme material for <laughs> this episode. He just posted a meme and it says you know, I'm mad because I can't say it now. You can't say it. Left, it left Pronounce Albuquerque. <laughs> says pronounce Albuquerque or drop 25. Cool. So that's a personal drag that will be posted <laughs> on your social media. Jeez. Wow. I I love I love learning about other cultures and languages. I just really struggle with it. It's exhausting. Anyway, I put her as chaotic evil because yep. she's chaotic and she's evil. I think <laughs> I have absolutely zero argument with your placement this week. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yep. Well, I was uh, a little, I felt a little differently about the Rasulka. I felt like they were pretty evil. You put them as not quite so evil. Yairona? Did you like, nope. Straight up evil. Did you like the Star Wars meme I posted about Rasulka? Yeah. Because yeah. I felt that was a beautiful representation of you telling me to stay away from them. Mm -hmm. Not listening. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to leave them alone, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having too much fun. This show is so fun, you guys. Oh, we love it. <laughs> we love it so much. Anyway, you guys have listened to me struggle enough through the Spanish language. Um, thanks, Ryan and Edgar, for emotionally supporting me through this episode and mm -hmm. correcting my, my English. My poor Spanish. I'd like um, to apologize this... to our Albuquerque, New Mexico listeners. Um, <laughs> They're your, probably your, crying. Your city's not that difficult to say. <laughs> it is for me, you guys. I'm. You guys are amazing. You guys are the real champs this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks so much for listening. This has been alluring. <laughs> Have an alluring day, and we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.